The scripture this morning is from the 14th chapter of John. Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from my Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. He did. Thanks, Brian. I invite us to begin today just taking in a deep breath, the breath of life, the peace of a living God. Amen. I was at the dollar store a couple weeks ago. It was a Saturday and I was with my kids. There was nothing we really needed except to get out of the house. And in this season of life for us, nothing says adventure like the dollar store. So we meandered around, and everyone found and selected a treat, and we headed to check out. There was a little girl in the cart ahead of us. She was busy holding a special treat herself and playing peekaboo with us. I noticed all the rolls of shelf paper her mom was buying and the dishcloths and the towels. I wonder if they were moving into a new place. I felt this little tug on my heart, not quite sure what it was, wondering about her life and her story and remembering the busyness of shopping with toddlers. She was on her cell phone calling someone. I couldn't quite make out the conversation, though, even though we were wedged, standing so close in line. She was looking through her purse, and finally, after all the items were scanned, She told the cashier that she had forgotten her credit card. She apologetically asked to suspend the transaction to hold the items until she could return. The cashier had to call a manager, the little light blinking above. I was trying not to get involved, but I kept feeling a nudge. The young woman scooped up the little girl, and in a second they were gone. The manager came over and muttered something under her breath about the slim chance that this mom would return to pay for the items, and her shrugs and her grunts spoke of her disgust for being interrupted for such a request. My heart sank with all that had happened in those brief minutes. Why didn't I offer to pay for her things? At most, it was $30, which I remember I had just written out a check for a school activity for one of my kids. 
I missed an opportunity to show up, to extend love. I should have trusted my gut, that little tug on my heart. As we got to the car, I told my kids about all that I was feeling and how I wish I would have acted more decisively and how important it is for us to enter another story, to show up instead of just watching life go by. Maybe I needed to confess more than my kids needed to be taught. Have you ever had an experience like that? When you, in retrospect, wish you would have done something or said something, when you wish you could go back and have the chance to do it again. As you can tell, I'm still mulling all of this over. In my over-processing, these words of Jesus speak from the Gospel of John. Jesus is preparing his disciples for the time when he will no longer be with them, and also in that same breath, reassuring them that they will not be left to their own when he leaves. It's called the farewell discourse in the Gospel of John, and it goes on for many chapters. Jesus said, those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with them. To keep Jesus' word is quite simply to love in action. It's not about knowledge or memorization. It is responding for the sake of another. And if you are wondering what that love is all about, listen to Pastor Joel's sermon from last week. If you missed it, you must. There is no prescribed way to show this love. It can be as creative and spontaneous as each day. But it is clear from Jesus that when he is no longer in the world, that his love will need to be made known in us and through us. It's a call and a command to love. And then Jesus says, and we, meaning God and Jesus, will come and make a home with them. The word became flesh and dwelled among us as it speaks at the beginning of this gospel. And then all over the gospel of John will this proclamation of God's presence be made known and lived out in Jesus. The presence of the living God, Jesus himself, moves into the neighborhood and in all the moments and minutiae of this life, God is loose and among us right here in church in the decisions that you face every day, in the issues, controversies, and conversations, in the people you don't know, in the daily transactions at a dollar store. There is nothing that we can do to make God appear. He chooses to be found right here in it all. Jesus says, I have said these things while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Oh, the Holy Spirit, the one of God who can seem the most elusive and wispy, will come, Jesus promises. There's many images of that spirit of fire, of wind that stirred over the darkness to awake creation, the breath of life, 
that breathed into the nostrils of Adam to give humankind life, the comforter, the agitator, the squeezer of hearts. Today, the advocate, the one who accompanies you to act on your behalf, the presence of God who comes as teachers, teacher to open our eyes, to see the person in front of us, to break open our hearts to compassion and empathy, to strengthen our voices to speak up, and to ignite our actions to show up in love. A friend of mine just shared her acronym for GUT, God's Unspoken Teaching. You know that tug on your heart, that feeling way deep down inside. The Spirit dwells there and moves there, teaching and reminding of what Jesus has said. A living presence of God held within our bodies, given to us for us to name and notice the presence of God who chooses to be made known in the flow and fragments of everyday life. And then peace. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. Peace. In the Gospel of John, Jesus only speaks this word a handful of times, this verse being the first. And peace is given in the midst of the unknown to prepare his disciples for when Jesus will not be with them. And then, in his resurrection, Jesus comes and finds them again, locked in fear, and he enters with peace. Peace breathes comfort in fear and gives courage to face the unknown, and peace is also a call to trust and act with love in this world. John 14, made known in the transactions of a dollar store. We're called back here today in worship to confess and speak about the opportunities we miss, and then for the scripture and the proclamation of the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts to remind us that God is real and chooses to be made known in the stories of our lives. And then in just a moment, we will share the peace, not as a social greeting, but to speak the peace that Jesus gives to reconcile us to each other and to free us to come to this table once again to receive the grace of God. The dailiness of what Jesus speaks, love in action, a living presence of God among us, the advocate to teach and tug on our hearts, to remind us that what we do matters and then a peace that finds us, given to us, so that we may begin again. Amen.